Yeah, Raw is longer than three hours. No, it's it's not. (laughs) Yeah, it is. The commercials are longer. The the commercials are longer. Yeah, when you go fast forward to have like one, two, three, and then light speed. If you put it on light speed, it takes an hour just to get through the whole program. <laughs> I like that you called it. Is that, <laughs> is that your how maximum you... setting? Light it says speed. light speed on there? Yeah, it's Do you like watch Raw? Hero. Do you watch and it fast all? Forward? Do you just take, For the most part, yeah. you take notes on who you see on the screen? Like, yeah. oh, Samojo was on the show. Okay. I, I don't know what only he said. Time, <laughs> the only time I stopped was when Finn Balor came out and slapped around his brothers. Man, they, they um, cut that out of the Hulu. They cut what out? What? Yeah, Finn Balor and uh, they cut that whole match out. Seth Mal- uh, oh Rollins stuff is all gone. <laughs> you know why? Okay. Okay. So you watch Raw. You watch Raw on Hulu. Yeah. You didn't. You, you, you didn't watch. Say, you hey, watch hey, SmackDown. Hey, hey, on Hulu. hey. I asked you. You know why they cut it off? Why, why? did they cut it off? It's Kurt Angle gave Finn Balor a little pat on the butt. Well, That's not why they cut it off. He did pat. <laughs> what the hell was wrong with that? Anyway, we're nerds of Square know. Circle. <laughs> Welcome. I am Snarf Chris. I'm Sam Jericho, the dude with the headband. Snarf Chris. Yes. Before you go into our whole little thing, I'm going to cut you off again. You you, uh-huh. wa- you watch Raw on Hulu, so it's condensed. It's not three hours. You watch yes. a two-hour show. Yeah. Then how no, long it's like lucky? an hour and a half. Okay. How long, how long is SmackDown when you watch it? It's two hours. They don't cut it at all. So they cut all this stuff out of Raw. Yeah. And then they do almost nothing to SmackDown. They do nothing because to Because SmackDown's SmackDown. a better show. It is. Uh, why don't you watch 205 Live? Because you have to then switch out of the app of Hulu to go into the yeah, WWE now it's network. Yeah, the WWE app. network, and then loosely is butt in. It's <laughs> it's now because I watched SmackDown like today. I just finished it. Uh-huh. Um, I guess I could watch it instantly on the network. Huh? Yeah. yeah no, live, well, right? they they don't pull it. No, they um, I, it makes sense that they wouldn't put it on immediately. I guess to emphasize. Well, no, it doesn't make sense if it's going to be putting it on Hulu right afterwards. I don't know why they don't put it right on the network afterwards. Mm. There's like a like a, a week or two delay. Production really? display. Maybe longer. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, even another reason for me not to watch it. It's stupid. They do it on... No, no, I'm talking about, I'm talking about Raw and SmackDown. On 205 Live is live. Yeah. Raw and SmackDown is the next day. Not on the network. Oh, not on the network. The network, they're losing a couple weeks behind. Yeah. It's so. We're talking about two different things. I don't know where that yeah, happened. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm talking about 205. Okay, 205 you know Live why, comes on you know live think, on the network. You know why you think the Cruiserweights are stupid? Why? Because they finally got rid of Tajiri, which they should have never done. Oh, he got hurt, and then uh, they he, just released them too. Well, they you know they didn't release him because of that. He got he was healed, and he was training people the whole time while he was injured. And then they made a decision to cut him because he's old. He is pretty old. That doesn't I, matter. I thought that they. I don't remember them. I remember thinking that they hired him as a trainer, not like not as a. No, talent. He, he was in the tournament, wasn't he? I know he was in the. Yes, a lot of people were in the tournament. <laughs> None of those guys had contracts. They offered him a contract out of the tournament. Well, I was bringing for him a up developmental trainers deal when he came over into the ECW realms. I didn't really consider him. That's early. Few, <laughs> yeah. They, Do you have the sound effect ready yet, Chris? No, not instant. It, it gets added in post. Okay. Post. But uh, he when he started in ECW, they didn't really have any kind of uh, cruiserweights. It was just all nonsense. He was having a lot of crazy matches with Super Crazy. Mm-hmm. You should watch some of those. You ever seen those, Chris? No, Speaking I think of you super, gave me all the DVDs now. Yeah, super Crazy yeah. had the best stupid catchphrase when they brought him into WWE 2, which was oh. his, before his music would play, he would go, I am super, I am crazy. I am super crazy, and then this ridiculous freaking mariachi band music would play. It's so horrible. Or WWE, I think everyone can agree they're a little racist. Well, cruiserweights. And, that's, that's I think that that has to go with it too because they always um, the Cologne brothers. Colon. The Colon brothers. Yeah. Don't Cologne start brothers. that. 
they they've kind of just gave them any kind of like Caribbean or South American kind of like. Well, I, you know, they're it's a it's a it's a it's an American based country. Uh, it's an American based company. Oh, oh okay. so when but they are reaching out to a global audience. So when they, anytime they bring in talent that can reach any of those demographics outside of it, have you ever watched? They always play to it. Have but you then the problem the is that if you're you're from another country, that's all you ever are as a wrestler. Jinder Mahal is from Canada. Yeah, yeah, well, so, so I mean, that doesn't really count. And Chris Jericho and everybody else. Um, I was going to ask, did you ever watch WWE for any reason on Telemundo or like the Spanish one that's on the network just to watch I it? I do sometimes. Because if you watch it, they, they do the show differently because yeah. it's for a different kind of market. So I'm it's just like curious. edit it? Well, it's not exactly the same. You know, they don't focus as much on maybe this person. They might do a little bit more with the Lucha Dragons or something right, like right. that just because that's the culture they're wrestlers but going back to cruiserweights um the first people that really put them on the map of course ecw they brought in first they actually brought in so we're just going to go into a Hector. history of cruiserweight yeah division Slight. before we because do that, chris we is not on t- go listen to the other podcast network no we're Links trying to, to delay we're bottom. trying to delay this explanation as long go as back. possible yeah go ahead continue yeah so the first no guy they brought in that. was a uh, hector guerrero the Guerrero. are we brothers. talking about ecw now? yeah he was the first one okay. and then the next night because he was he, he a small guy uh, medium sized guy like Eddie. Okay. He's a, he kind of looks like Eddie Guerrero. Um, he wrestled. He challenged Two Cold Scorpio for the TV title and lost. And then he never showed up in ECW again. But his brother Eddie showed up. <laughs> and then Eddie had a big battle. Then Dean Malenko shows up. Chris oh, Benoit. Like and then the um, psychosis like and Ray, Ray Mysterio Jr. Juventud Carrera and I think oh Conan. Conan brought them all over. I like Conan too. And then Conan WCW found him. Cruiserweight. No, he's not. But they've kind of he, he put them in. They put uh, WCW put them in that market. But he's ECW, from Mexico, so I mean, so we got counts. ECW and Paul Heyman's pulling in. So W. Well, WWE, they didn't call it. WCW they didn't call it cruiserweights. The, then they just brought talent in from south of the border, and we're just calling yeah. luchadors. But you, but you know, in the United States, heavyweights was the division. There weren't a lot of smaller base guys, and if they Correct. were, they were typically they were light, handsome and talented. They had light heavyweight title. Then they start promoting cruiserweights in ECW, who were trying to be different, and yeah. then the the higher companies caught wind of that and started bringing that over. Yeah, they they all started trickling over to WCW, and then they created the the cruiserweight division. Was it Mike Tenay had the best explanations? He even did like his own little segments, little, little promos explaining Luchador. Okay, okay, so so what is the main difference? Would you say? Would you say the cruiserweight division now? Now is too polished, and everybody knows is expecting something. Before it was just like what it was the? just a normal match. Yeah, well, there wasn't. They would like Sam mentioned before that they didn't really have a plan. They would just tell them, "All right, go out there, start the show," or there'd be like a mid card, whatever. You got Twenty minutes, go do something. Yeah, they would do something and usually steal the show. And they're like, "Wait, we should uh <laughs> go do something. We should show." Yeah, <laughs> they told them that, but no. uh, I I think it was. Well, so you got WWE who's running Monday Night Raw. They're the powerhouse. WCW starts, and they're looking to just do a uh, competition against WWE, right? So one of the ways they do that, or Eric Bischoff has stated that he's just trying to make it as different as possible. They they had more realistic storylines, more realistic characters, and they wanted to change the in-ring content so that it was faster, more athletic compared to the WWE which is the land of the giants where, you know, King Mabel and 
all that kind of stuff was happening. Yokozuna, uh, the so, place that has Goldberg. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, well, you know, uh, <laughs> they had they had their they own had, but that's why WCW worked is that they had guys like Hogan and Goldberg and Kevin Nash on top, but then the undercard was fast paced in ring wrestling wise, which is what I was saying about the cruiserweights really not having a direction. It wasn't that they didn't have a direction; it was that they weren't any of the top built storylines or anything. Their gimmick was just go have a match. So as long as you you know, they're not going to br- fix what's broken. You know, they're not going to, br- you know, they're not, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. So they would just give them a time limit and they would just go do, you know, as Kaliso say, lucha stuff. Uh, <laughs> the difference is really, it's just now people expect too much out of it. Well, so they think it's just going to be the best thing ever. Well, the cruiser and they're wait- waiting for something to happen amazing, which I will say Austin Aries is, he knows how to make it different. Well, it's and I not like that. Neville too. Well, it's not. It's that WWE in 1996 and WCW 1996 versus WWE now in 2017. It's a very, very different place. The cruiserweight division was people 225 or less, and you have a, a world now where Finn Balor is arguably one of the guys they're pushing as one of their top guys on Raw. And he's a small. And he was an guy. IWGP yeah. Junior Heavyweight yeah. Champion when he was in. Uh, New Japan, Seth Rollins, Chris uh, AJ Styles, all these guys, uh, they had to lower the weight for when they brought the cruiserweights back from 225 to 205, specifically so it wouldn't include most of their main roster. So part of the problem is that the cruiserweight division doesn't make sense in a, in a way because the main roster, more or less, is more is mostly cruiserweights already. Right. I mean, CM Punk and Daniel Bryan started that by being the smaller guys kind of setting that pace going forward. So you have faster paced, more athletic matches all the time. So I think the cruiserweights now don't stand out as much because you're going up after a match where Seth Rollins, uh, you know, is fighting somebody. And then that's what you would argue is a cruiserweight match right there. And then you go, now this one after that is a cruiserweight match. And the only difference really is that the lights are purple. purple, And then that's really it. So it puts too much emphasis on it being different. And then let you know that they... They so micromanage so many matches that they don't want them to only, overdo it or oversell or over dramatize things. They want to keep, you know, Triple H said it best. Like, I don't want to get into arguments about styles or what's better than not. We have our style and we're the most successful wrestling company on the planet. So clearly we must know there must be something good about what, the, we're, doing. what we're doing. So they promote that. But when you take all these guys who... The reason why they brought them into the company was because they were different and you kind of micromanage them to gear them more in the direction where they're just like everybody else. There's nothing wrong with that. I like all the cruiserweight matches. It's just you can't shake it in front of everybody and say, look how different this is. It would have been different. And then do everything to make it not different. Do you think it would have did better if they would have taped it at full sale instead of doing it right after SmackDown because it's a little more intimate environment for people to get into and build it? Well... They well, you say that, but then the Cruiserweight Classic lasted for two and a half months at full sale. Right. So the people who they need to market it to, it's it's a slow build. It's been since what, like November. So that's yeah. what six months or so. And Triple H is the exact words for it. He's like, you know, a couple of years from now, it's just gonna be part of the product, and nobody's gonna be questioning it. Yeah. It's the growing pains of yeah. It's the growing pains of, of, of yeah. Exactly. And this is his other baby, other than NXT. So I mean, he wants this to succeed, and it's yeah. probably going to no matter what. And so. back in the day, there was a lot of crossover between the cruiserweights. Even though it was called a cruiserweight division, it would still be matches against regular yeah. <laughs> wrestlers or whatever. It doesn't stand out, but like I said, like you know, we're only a third into the year. 
And we've already had so many awesome things that have happened so far. Some matches of all time. You know, that possibly. kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and and we're just getting started with as far as the year. So the, the quality of wrestling is so high that it makes critiquing it so much more... Like the the valleys are so much it, it's 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 harsh it's a harsher critic that we have to put on everything because everything is supposed to blow you away. So then, if it gets to the point where things are so good that if something isn't immediately incredibly awesome, you think that it's trash because it's not at the high level that you expect it to be. That's fair, and that's I want to watch it. They have gave me no reason to watch it. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, there's no consequence. I feel like that's a big problem with Raw versus SmackDown is that SmackDown because it's See, even to me, for Hulu, the cruise race stuff doesn't exist. Yeah, that's what you said. They, like, don't they even cut out. All, they cut. So if you if you aren't aware, if you miss Raw live and you catch it on Hulu, mm. they cut out a bunch of stuff. So I never and see the cruise race. Usually, stuff. that's the cruiserweight mm. division, um, which says what they think about it, because they treat it like it's a different part of the show. It's not canon to Raw because they're exclusive to Raw, except for their you know own television show the next day. Which is taped at SmackDown, SmackDown. Uh, so it already you know like so it, there's nothing wrong with having talent working both shows. There's a I love everybody in the cruiserweight division is awesome. It's just they're kind of treated like they don't count because <laughs> mm-hmm. they're their own bubble, and it puts so much emphasis that it's like it's under a microscope from the audience because they go like here's something different, and it's like we came here to see Raw. Why do I want to watch this? Well, it's really awesome, but then they make sure that it's just like everything else. So then you think, why isn't this just part of the show? I don't know. You know, it, it creates this weird kind of disconnect. So Unless you have stars that have already gotten over. Like Neville was the Neville. best thing that could have happened to yeah, the yeah. division because yeah. he had already gotten over with the WWE audience and they put him in there. As Mighty Mouse. Yeah. King, King well, Neville. you know, they, I remember when they said that they wanted to use that Mighty Mouse gimmick for Neville when he came up to the main roster and everybody freaked out about it. i think that they were going to put him in like the superhero costume and stuff like that but it was just like <laughs> i mean he wore a cape yeah, yeah. and cool. just was like a small guy versus big guys but it nothing's going to stop him so Sam, it's just an who, antiquated version of of you know david versus goliath because you know vince mcmahon remembers mighty mouse and nobody else gets that and makes vince mcmahon likes big sweaty men well i mean no. sam who's your favorite cruiserweight of all time my favorite cruiserweight of all time chris yeah. jericho Ah, uh, Dean yeah. Malenko. There's all any all of the the main six from WCW were all awesome. Uh, Rey Mysterio, Dean Malenko, Chris Jericho, Chris Guerrero, uh, Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit was weird because he was a cruiserweight, but they they never treated him like that right. in WCW. He was always pulled with like the Horsemen, is because he wrestled a more technical yeah. style. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Guerrero was a technician too, but he could also fly and do all the lucha libre stuff too. Um, but it's weird because then Dean Malenko was arguably a more mirror image of Chris Benoit, but then he was the face of the cruiserweight division. Yeah, because he's tiny. Well, I mean, like, Benoit, Compared to the but other But not guys, that yeah. much smaller than Chris Benoit. Benoit looked more jacked, yeah, yeah. I guess. Mine? I don't know. You don't have one, Chris? Yeah. And you, you can't say Laparca, Philip. Okay. Yeah, that dude's definitely not a cruiserweight. <laughs> Nobody was thrown in there. Who would be mine? I would say, like, if I really think about it, and I've been watching some of the stuff they had on the network, you know, they kind of put together a collection of things, and it, I was going on YouTube just trying to, like, bounce things around in my head about the cruiserweights. And I would have to say, like, as much as Rey Mysterio Jr. was a big pop with getting cruiserweights over and saying, hey, look at me. Mm-hmm. You know, look at these little tiny guys can do it. I'm wearing some ridiculous stuff. His matches with Psychosis, I would say Psychosis because he looked just as crazy. And he, he wrestled like a normal, you know, just regular shoot wrestler, just doing the moves. But he also flew and... 
he would lose a lot, but he would also win a lot. Him and Rey Mysterio, Rey Mysterio, the good guys and bad guys, the bad guys would win sometimes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And they had some like good two out of three falls in old ECW matches. Yeah, always like always like psychosis. Always back to ECW. I always like psychosis because he had like horns and he just looked evil. He just he liked was... his mask. He has one of the best masks ever. With yeah, the, with the hair on top and the and the devil horns. Speaking like of um, cruiser race, did y'all did you like Kalisto's new music? That was so weird. Um, he needs to separate they... from the Lucha Dragons thing. Well, so. they did the his they mask... separated it and then they kept it the same. His mask is actually done by uh, Tom Savini. Yeah, so they did oh, this. Really? They did mm. the switch. They did the superstar shakeup. You know what he got the idea from? He got it from Drago, which is in AAA Lucha Underground. It does look the like great that. Muda and Rey Mysterio. It looks like they combined all three of their masks into one. Which you is know who just Tom Savini is, huh? Yeah, yeah. Make created Jason, yeah. Yeah. and he got ripped apart in Planet Terror. Yes, that's him. So he also did um, Rowan's mask. Was the oh, okay. The steampunk Becky yeah. Lynch sheet mask. Yeah. Okay, so they did the shakeup, and then. You saw all the like the heavyweight stars on TV as the big showing of who's, but then they did a lot of like promo work where they showed these other people are also going to Raw, and Kalisto and Sincara basically swapped brands, uh, where they put Sincara on SmackDown, and they brought Kalisto to Raw. Mm. Uh, Kalisto and Sincara each had not really been doing anything for the last few months Ever. on television. I mean, Kalisto when he came to SmackDown, he did that ridiculous promo when he got drafted last year. Where it was like, I don't know if that was he was being bad on purpose, or he just was completely caught off guard and he did the like lucha stuff, and yeah, and then wooed and ran away from from the microphone. I uh, vaguely remember that, yeah. And then they put him into the the program with Baron Corbin, which lasted forever. He like kept being taken off of TV to sell injuries. I don't know if he was really hurt or not. I don't think he was. And they had that chairs match at TLC. Yeah. Um, but it's weird. Last year, you know, they won. They were like breakout moment of the year where they had that tlc match at the end of 2015 with the usos and the new day where they did he did the del Selena sol, del sol yeah, through the yeah. ladder and then he became u.s champion and was in a rivalry with alberto del rio for months he was u.s champion for half the year last year and then he got drafted and it was like you could see that they were trying to position him as like their new Rey mysterio like character so they're still trying it shouldn't be too surprising that they would try to repackage him after like whatever there was a disconnect it wasn't really working new music new mask that promo he did before with braun you know about braun before the match i think was good uh and he won he got murdered afterwards but he did win the match i'd like to think that he'll be out injured for a time and then come back and attack braun and maybe have a rivalry with braun Strowman long term do you hate sometimes that you pay attention to detail too much sometimes i do like when i'm watching i'm like oh look at that dumpster it's got padding on the top of inside of the lids why is there a strap on it? That's silly. I pay attention. It takes away from it's, it's wrestling. I know, but it's, it's fake. I know, but I take a, I take sometimes away from the show personally because I think too hard about what they're about to do. I started doing well, that when I was I younger. Mean, you know, anyway, especially when I watch Ric Flair matches. Let's get into SmackDown real quick so yeah, we, we can go into that. the break. Okay. Um, I am hating the Nakamura stuff, You're and I should. You mean the artist? Yeah, the artist and. What's the sense of making him do promos where he can barely speak English in the first place with his mouthpiece in? Because they're making so, fun of okay, Japan- so Japanese. You think, you think that's what it is? I'm going to say this. It, it's. I'm going to go back to when... Be careful. To a Sam couple has years him ago. on the back of his phone. Yeah, I like Nakamura. I, I, love, yeah. I love Shinsuke Nakamura, but this is, this is what they're going to do. Back in 2014 when Daniel Bryan won the WWE Championship, 
Everyone wanted Daniel Bryan to win. They liked how where he was, and, and the company didn't want to put him in that position. They like putting... WWE doesn't like to write stories that cater to specific wrestlers, except when they're ridiculous draws that are coming back for just specific amounts of time. See Brock Lesnar and Goldberg. Uh, but everybody else, it's like or the they come up with their own ideas and they just want to fit everybody into it. So they'd like to have guys that just already fit what they want to do. That's why they push Cena for as long as they could, I was thinking regardless of how people react and why they're doing with Roman Reigns, because Roman Reigns just fits the stories that they want to tell. Yeah. When Daniel Bryan became champion, there's also there was this feeling like now he's champion, they can put him in matches with this guy, and they'll have like thirty minute classic matches. Like no, no, no. Just because Daniel Bryan's champion does not mean that they're going to change the way they do things. And one of the ways they really showed that right off the bat is they put him in that ridiculous match with Kane, where he like stole him in like the ambulance and like mm-hmm. tried to attack him in the car and all these really hokey things. And a lot of people really didn't like that. It's like well, that's what being WWE champion means is that you have to. Do the things that they want you to do. Yeah. And sometimes I think they throw them into the fire to see if they can rise out of it. When Shizuka Nakamura got brought up to the main roster, my worry was that he's the kind of guy that you have to cater to. Because he doesn't, can't cut a promo with everybody because he's not versatile. Because he, even though he does speak English, he can't speak it ridiculously well to the point where you can just get all these subtle nuances and all the kinds of promos he does. But they don't want to bring a guy in who can't do that. So what do they do? They immediately put him into those segments to see if he's worthy, if he can, you know, come out shining out of them or not. All that stuff that Dolph was saying is, is stuff that management is worried about Shinsuke Nakamura. He's hokey. He can't talk. He's Michael he Jackson. looks like Michael Jackson. <laughs> and it's stupid. But anyway, they did the same thing with the Miz and Dean Ambrose on Raw last week where he cut that promo on him saying that, you know, you're lazy and you didn't do all this stuff. And that's not just clever haha let's think of what we're going to have him say that's because someone backstage thinks that that's true and if and the way they do it is that if you think that that's not true you rise in this scenario and knock it out of the park and it won't matter aj styles did it last year they threw him a bunch of stuff you know he lost a lot he lost to chris jericho at wrestlemania he lost you know and they kept giving him promos where making fun of his accent making fun of his hair and he didn't sweat it and he got better he worked on his southern accent he worked on his promos and after doing that they went okay yeah this guy can go and the cream rises to the cop rises to the top i think it's stupid that they do things like that but they've always done yeah, things like yeah, that yeah but this is nakamura i know this is different shinsuke uh i'm not saying his full name every time sorry honestly i didn't i didn't dislike it i didn't watch the promo going like that was awesome yeah. But I don't think I was supposed to. The point was that Dolph says all these things. That arguably, the idea is that it's a voice of someone in the crowd saying the same thing. We don't know this guy. And he goes Screw and this puts guy. it out. This guy's out from there. Japan. Yeah. I don't know that guy. He looks like Michael, blah, blah, blah. He can't talk to all the stuff, blah, blah, blah. You, and then without... So instead of waiting for people to say that online, you just have somebody say that in the ring. Mm-hmm. So you're not being original if you bring it up. That's true. And then it ends with Nakaburo being like, well, you can say everything you want, and then I'm still going to kick your head off, and it's not going to matter. Yeah, that's true. That's so it, true. it undermines all the things that Dolph said, because you can say whatever you want about me. You can make fun of me all you want. I'm still going to kick your ass, and that's what really matters. Back in the day, too, when they would bring in like Asian wrestlers, they'd usually have a manager with them. That was a yeah. familiar, like uh, when they would bring over the great Muda, they had usually, I think he first came over with um, Gary Hart, which is a big heel mm-hmm. manager. 
Great Muda would never talk. He would spit yeah. his green mist and do mystical stuff and shedding wizards and stuff. And they don't really do that other than Brock Lesnar. He's the only example that they use. I was going to say, use. Brock Lesnar is the only guy that it really works for, and it's because he's... A fighter. Well, or he's, who he is. He's beyond wrestling now. Right. Uh, he, they try to use him. They basically have to pay Paul because Brock refuses to do promos because he hates doing them. He thinks he looks because he thinks it hurts his credibility because he thinks he looks sounds stupid when he. The best thing is when they do those controlled backstage sit down interviews where they can edit and he can say, then cut out when he sounds kind of weak and they can yeah. make him look strong. I don't want to say that they they don't need to work on making Brock look strong, but part of his image is that he's indestructible, so you don't want to show any chink in his armor. I'd like to think that they would do the same thing with Shinsuke Nakamura, but they aren't. They just aren't. Yeah, they no. might get to the point. They've done it so, you know, he hasn't wrestled on TV, yeah. so they're treating him in a match like a special deal. They promoted the fact that he was just there just to do an interview as a big deal. Yeah. You know, and they didn't have him on the show last week. They did a promo about him, like a video package, which makes his appearances feel special. So he's he's a couple steps down from treating him like a special talent like they do a goldberg or a brock lesnar uh, yeah but uh, they're but you convinced I, you me know, i guess it's not this bad as i yeah. was thinking it's, it it's not as awesome you want him to come off awesome yeah, all, the all the time you yeah. want to just be awesome right off the bat but the problem with that is they're that saving it they're sparing they, it they, as as much as smackdown seems more of a cater to the hardcore fan style show than raw seems to be because it is it's still you know, and he's getting ridiculously ridiculous chants. He's, you know, there's been the a loud Nakamura chant every show. Yeah, yeah. But I think there was this one. They, you can see they're kind of trailing. There was off. concern yeah. that he wasn't going to get that. He's going to have hype, but that they weren't sure if he was going to be able to keep it. And they, you know, I don't think that. I think that if they just let him swim and just highlight his his positives and hide his negatives, that's the best way to go. But like I said, WWE does not. So like Chris, to do that. I'll just send you some cruiserweight stuff. Yeah. Oh. Uh, um, the other thing that I kind of really dug, which kind of took me by surprise on SmackDown, we'll talk about this and we'll go right into the break. Brizango, Brizango, Brizango is a number one contender. I hope they get the belts. I think they might. Yeah, I really think so. Too. I think it's weird. It was surprising, so that's why I liked it. Uh, Fandango, uh, Johnny Curtis, is a guy that I don't understand why he's utilized the way he does. I can understand someone's perspective on Tyler Breeze. I like Tyler Breeze. I do too. But his he's he might arguably be more flash than he is substance. I don't that's harsh. I don't want to say that but I I like Tyler Breeze. But even when he was in NXT, the best part of his stuff was his character, his intro, all of his the, you know his character was great. Mm-hmm. But you never were like, "Oh, that Tyler Breeze match was awesome." Dude, he and wrestled think, Jushin Thunder Liger. No, I know that, and I love that match. It's you just... see that? Nah, I never seen. He it. wrestled one match. Go watch uh, NXT Takeover Brooklyn, the first gotcha. one. That's an yeah. awesome show. That whole show is ridiculously great. Um, like one of the best shows ever. Uh, but like, I think when you're of a certain size or a certain look, they expect you to be the kind of guy who can tear the house down in in ring wise. AJ Styles, likewise, which is ridiculous to expect everybody to be like AJ Styles. But I feel like they look at. Because he he came onto the main roster and after a couple weeks they were like ah and then and then dropped him which is ridiculous which is a ridiculous standard to hold someone's like that you know like you give him two matches for ten minutes and if he doesn't wow you then you think he's not worth it which is horrible because he's much better than that but and Fandango is the same way they hyped Fandango for a while before he even wrestled they'd have weird promos. Just like the Kofi Kingston before he wrestled, they'd always yeah. do these weird. Yeah, they promos. hyped him up as a big deal, and he had his in-ring debut at you know as as his character Fandango at WrestleMania. 
But Johnny Jericho, Curtis has huh? been around for years. As Jer- oh, against Jericho, Jericho, and he'd be Chris Jericho. Uh, it's just their gimmick. It, it, I'm saying this because it seems like they look like they're they're turning them babyface mm. with the way they won they're and the way they celebrated. The yeah, yeah. Um, which I don't know how that. It's a very silly gimmick to be like. I don't know how I feel cheering for them. I feel like I cheer for them ironically, but I don't know if I would ever cheer for them like. Like going against the Usos, which the Usos are supposed yeah. to be healed. They yeah. they they they're they've been down since day one ish. Oh, good guy. Uh, uh, we're gonna go into a break. Wait, wait. Before we go into the break, though, I do want to say, how do you feel about the new super faction that has been created on WWE SmackDown, featuring? Go ahead. This is an Tamina Snook. Tamina Snooka. This who stood tall at the end of SmackDown? Tamina Snooka, Natalia, both, and Carmella, all second generation, if not third generation wrestlers. Carmella is. Yeah. Is she? I'm. I'm not. I can't. I don't know who. I don't know who right. he is. You know, but. But he supposedly, was a yeah. Um, and of course, your favorite person, the great. You kind of look like him. Oh, you no. keep talking about him. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say you look like him. <laughs> you I got do. like three more size chins compared to that dude. Well, so. I think everybody does. I think that's a default yeah. setting. Uh, his chin is ridiculous. Yeah, it really is. I mean, I know that that's been talked about to death, and that's nothing new. Maybe we should move on. Okay, I'm just. <laughs> All right, we're gonna go into a break, and we're gonna come back with our predictions for WWE payback. Are we? Do you know? WWE Payback is this Sunday, and we will be letting you know all of our predictions for the show. He's saying that because there's usually like a small little catchphrase to it. Yeah, I was trying to think of the catchphrase. Was there more to it than just Payback? I don't know. It seems like too short of a name. All right, we'll be right back. Imagine yourself on a journey with the somewhat nerdy radio podcast crew as we travel through forgotten realms and far-off galaxies. Your captains, the sensational Snarf Chris and the cunning Critter, constantly face an element of danger. Welcome to the somewhat nerdy radio podcast. The bright light in the podcast sphere. Download and subscribe Somewhat Nerdy Radio today on iTunes and SoundCloud or stream it at somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. Do you ever wish there was an easy way to find out what movies are coming out without having to go through the pain of Googling it? And did you ever wish you could get some random nerd's opinion on those movies? Well, your wishes have come true. I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy, and I have a new podcast called Future Flicks, where I talk about every movie that's coming out during the week, and I throw in some opinions, facts, and even the occasional recommendation. So check out Future Flicks on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Welcome back to Nerds of the Squared Circle. Welcome back to Nerds of the Squared Circle. Okay, uh, welcome back. That was Sam. That was Sam. Oopsie. Uh, we're gonna go right How many of those did you catch? All none sure, of them. All of them. Uh, this Sunday is WWE Payback, Chris. There's no tagline. No tagline. Where did Just Payback originally come from? Did they spawn off of one some like well, rival that came well, through originally? The name for this Payback that they use often in their pay-per-view series? Well, they did the... They used to do Backlash was always right after... Backlash is next. Was always after WrestleMania because you get the Backlash. It's the right. fallout from WrestleMania. They have the giant hooks at Swing. Yeah. That was actually... That was one of my favorite sets. Uh, then... Because almost every show after 
WrestleMania was usually just the same matches, but with stipulations added, they moved Extreme Rules to right after WrestleMania for a few years, and they've gotten away from that, uh, which is good, I think. I think it's a good show. I mean, we just talked about the cruiserweights, how much we like cruiserweights, or how much I like cruiserweights. Chris doesn't seem to like cruiserweights, and Phillips seems to only like cruiserweights from 1996, but I like the cruiserweight <laughs> division, and we like the SmackDown show. It seems more than we like Raw. And we've got Raw some SmackDown guys on, on this Raw pay-per-view, Raw too. Raw was really so. good this week, I thought, so from what I, I saw. See, before we go into predictions, and Sam says whatever he's going to say about that, <laughs> I was thinking on the way here today when I was driving my distance to here about how John Cena is gone out of the picture right now uh-huh. and how wrestling is being wrestling. Everybody's got their own little things, and it doesn't take over the whole show. And how are you kind of saying earlier how usually shows are molded around a superstar or something like that now he's not here we don't have to just oh you're not wrestling for a belt here go for the u.s belt or do something else Why and everybody's got their own to do with john cena being there and it is interesting though i mean like raw there seems to be a void Raw's, raw sees you more say smooth. that but it's because roman reigns hasn't been there for two that's roman is the star of monday night raw and it was cena but i think arguably it's what randy orton it's aj styles to me yeah that's why i watch <laughs> smackdown and i think that's generally true, but I, I feel think like they see it as. Randy I feel like Orton Randy show. Orton is on that show, but he he they just have the title on. I feel like he's something separate from the show. So Jinder Mahal stole Randy Orton's WWE Championship on SmackDown. Does so, that mean that he won't have it, and thus will be incapable so of even defending it on it Payback? Got ruined, something got ruined on me on Facebook because on Tuesday night, obviously, I can't watch SmackDown. I uh-huh. watch it the next day. I was slipping through Facebook, and I usually stay off on it uh, Monday and Tuesday nights because I don't want stuff ruined for me. And then the tagline was... I like that you're saying ruined and not spoiled. Like, spoiled, whatever. That, it's, it was ruined for um, me. And there was a picture of Jinder Mahal with the belt saying yeah. that he won the belt. <laughs> I'm like, that's how, that's how they make sure the belts, uh, the Randy and Bray match, isn't for the belt. They put it on Jinder Mahal. Well, I didn't know that he just stole it. Yeah. They're not going to... No, they already announced... I mean, I don't know. You don't, You never know. Yeah, you know. They do stuff like, on oh, the fly all the time. Like, um oh. special stipulations where he's like i want my match right now well i didn't yeah. know he had a match i don't like knowing stuff like that about wrestling anymore it's like the it's like the anna lucia lost thing where if you didn't watch lost you should go back and watch it on I never Netflix. Lost, but no. if you didn't um nope. they had a dramatic episode where two characters just got shot and killed like seemingly out of nowhere and it felt really dramatic and it made it feel like anything could happen at any time because it came out of left field well it turns out that they got caught like smoking pot or doing something where they got kicked off the show so they had to write them off the show it's similar to like when dean ambrose became champion last year and you go like oh cool they're gonna go with dean ambrose and then it turns out that roman reigns was just like he failed a drug test so they had to take the belt off of him so they came up with a way to do it i don't like things like that rob van dam when rob van dam lost his, both of his titles, he lost to Edge on Raw and then to Big Show the following night because he got caught with Sabu smoking pot. Uh, the Doobie Brothers. It's that was their pot. name in, <laughs> when they were in Japan. They were called the Doobie Brothers. Yeah. Um, uh, let's go ahead and start knocking off some of our uh, early okay, predictions. So WWE <laughs> Payback. So first off... Start with the big one. The Intercontinental Championship is not, not on the line. Which is weird. But The Miz will be hosting Miz TV, which... Wait. Finn Balor, which is With also Finn Balor. doesn't have a match. So do you think that that will result in a matchup? Do you think... I yes. think that Dean Ambrose is going to interrupt that, and then it'll result in a IC title match being yes. added to the show. Y-E-S. Or he'll at least interfere in Is that going to be a prediction? Is that oh, going to be points for Finn, that? Finn Balor will be the special guest referee. 
I don't know. About I don't that. like that. Though. He never has special guest referee <laughs> anymore. Yeah, but I mean, you know, Sam could do it. He's got a referee. Outfit. I don't want to see Finn Balor in a zebra. So shirt. you're thinking this is going to turn into a match for this? So that'll be nine matches for the whole night. Yeah. Okay. What's the average for a regular pay per view, Sam? Three hours. I'd say nine six, matches, six, six matches. Oh, so this is already a pretty stacked card. Yeah. Yeah, it's, got, it's full. On the uh, pre-show match so far that they're announcing is uh, Enzo and Cass versus uh, Gallows and Anderson. But do you think that's weird that we've already got, like, on SmackDown, they've got a number one contender in AJ Styles against Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Kevin Owens. Spoiler for later. <laughs> Where that's not for several weeks, and they've really made the U.S. title seem more significant, as they did with the IC title. Now the IC title's on Raw, and Dean Ambrose is just... Barely Nowhere to be found yeah. on this there. show. I mean, it's a pay-per-view, and I'd rather almost them keep him off instead of shoehorning it on there, I, I guess. Th- I think they're getting it's a little smart with the programming. They're kind of spreading it out, because there's so many pay-per-views, there's so many programming, so many shows, so many social media things they do, and like internet little promos they do for the pro- network. They can't do everything every week, just like we can't talk about everything on every podcast. Yeah. So they have to spread it out. Oh yeah, I agree that they shouldn't just be like, "Well, we got to have an IC title match." But at the same time, they should have been. They should have an IC yeah. title match. Yeah. Okay, so it's the whole point TV, of a pay per view, we pay to view it. But we do have time for that exciting, fresh new matchup of Enzo and Cass versus Carl Anderson and who won last time? Lou Gallows. I don't know. I, it's all a blur. So you're saying that Raw was good? A lot. I there were things that were on Raw that were cool. But I, I felt think I, I really dr- think I withdrawn. Watch, like Raw a whole lot more than what other people do because I watch it on. Hulu. I'm gonna start. You know what? You next, this next show, that. I'm not watching it on TV. I'm watching watch Hulu, it. and you'd be like, "Because this show's way better." Because it feels like it's new era, same old. You know, it's done. It doesn't. It doesn't feel any different. Same it's, format. Yeah. Okay. Like on SmackDown, you got the Colognes and freaking Breezango oh, winning stuff, and you got oh. Jinder Mahal. Which is re- crazy, and you yeah. can think it's ridiculous, but at least it's it feels like like all the un- shakeup happened and something changed, and on Raw nothing's changed. On, uh, SmackDown, I love, I love that Jinder Mahal. I want him to win the belt. The craziest awesome. thing that's you know we got Finn Balor who's Colvin on brothers. So you just hate, you know they've always been called the Colognes. They but were the Colognes bro- yeah, before they became Did you Los see Matadores. Are they really brothers? They had? No, they're cousins. Because they keep calling them brothers. They're cousins. Are they calling them brothers on TV? Yeah, yeah I think so. Like one of Christian them, used to be? But one of them messed up and said cousins. I hate that. Um, I hate that they dropped Edge and Christian being brother and brothers and they kept that Kane and Undertaker are brothers. Yeah. Like, if cheesy. you can do one with one, why not the other? What happened to Grandma Edna? I'm going with Gallows and Anderson. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Gallows and Anderson. Why? Because Enzo and Cass never win? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It doesn't even matter if they win or not. Tack me in there, bro. You going with Gallows and Anderson? GA. You I'm going to go with that, Enzo. Chris? I'm going to go with Enzo and Cass. Good. Just. Just like you do every time. You, you just like we do, do and just like you do. This might because be... they're both teams. Because while I agree that Enzo and Cass always lose, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows also always lose. I'm sick so it's of the battle losing. of the loser teams. I'm sick of them losing. This would have been so much better if the revival hadn't gotten injured. Yeah, uh, good God! I so that's part of what it is. Yeah. yeah, it's good that we forget about it. It's I like that. That's kind of what they did. That like they messed up, so they just went, okay, we're taking them off TV, and then they're gonna wait for Dash to get better, and then they'll just bring them on. And they'll just murder everybody. Okay, so pre-show will be over. All right. Does, first... Okay, so those two things on the pre-show. Does that make you excited about the pre-show, or are you gonna look up the results later as you watch the show? No, no, no I usually watch the pre-show okay. long for as I'm Renee Young. For, uh, yeah, yeah. for one reason, I guess. With her uh, long hair. 
the uh, I guess this would be probably the opening match. Oh, it might not even be the opening match. We're just gonna go how WWE has it on the their website. Okay. Uh, Neville versus Austin Aries for the Cruiserweight Championship. Okay, which you probably didn't even know was on the show until you just read I it. I did because I saw on <laughs> the. I do go back on a YouTube channel and uh-huh. watch everything on their channel to see what I missed. Okay, so but let it's me... like a condensed version. So, so if you got so... like a ten minute match, it's condensed to like a minute and thirty. All the highlights of it is the best thing in the whole So power. to understand the cruiserweight division, you have to watch 205 Live, which you don't. So I'll, I'll help explain <laughs> it for you. Um, after At WrestleMania weekend, Austin Aries won a Fatal 5-way? Fatal 4-way? Some kind of Fatal something. Fatal 32-way, uh, Sam. Yeah, Get Fatal it right. Fatal 32-way, my mistake. Um, to become number one contender. So he's been number one contender for a while, which was not TJ Perkins. And TJ Perkins, inaugural cruiserweight champion, has basically been doing nothing. And Neville all but said that to him, saying, like, what's going on, TJ? Yeah. You know, Austin Aries is taking away all your opportunities, man. You're supposed to be, you know, the awesome TJ Perkins. And TJ listened, and he turned heel and has oh, aligned himself yep. with Neville. Oh, so that. TJ Perkins is heel now. Stand, I, that's why I thought you would think that was interesting. They stand next so, to each other and breathe heavy. So I think it's possible like that mad. he might interfere. I, I, Scott, uh, Corey Graves said it kind of offhandedly, but I really like it that he referred to TJ Perkins as being the hand of the king. Okay. Which I like, and is I think that they could start a cruiserweight like, stable. Game? Yeah, yes, he's still yeah. coming out to his Avid music, weird. which is weird. Yeah, yeah. they should slow is it he down. Dabbing still? He's still dabbing. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you say that, but like personally, all of that stuff seems like heel stuff to me. All of his dabbing, I thought was like, ah, screw this guy. Like, <laughs> this, what an asshole. Like when I, last year when I saw him at Evolve, like he's always kind of the baby face, but he comes off. He's so good. Everything he does is so smooth. Yeah. And he, you can tell that he knows it, regardless of how much he tries to hide it, that he just seems like such a natural heel, regardless of the f- fact that he seems like such an easy person to market towards. They put colorful stuff on Kids the, and stuff like that, heel. because he likes video games, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to... Okay, so who do, you, who do you think? Austin Aries? I'm thinking Austin Aries, just because I think Neville's had the belt for plenty enough time. And I don't know any of the story or what's going on here. Okay. Other than I saw... <laughs> and I'm saying it also I'm, because I have no idea what to say because I don't know what's going on. No, but this is what I'm basing it on. Uh, the Do you YouTube like bananas? channel showed Austin Aries handing um, uh, Kurt, Kurt Angle, Angle a banana. banana. Mm-hmm. And I'm picking them just because of that reason. Well, Dude, you know, that's a good reason. You know, so. you know what? I'm going to pick Austin Aries always because he's fantastic. And he, he mm-hmm. evolves as a wrestler mm-hmm. every decade that he wrestles. Yep. And it's great. And you can't even place him, you know, 10 years ago. You can't be like Austin Aries. And he's, he's consistently growing and great. And I'm just thinking, would it be great if he could use a banana into his match? Like as a like his special move, he'd throw like it out slip. and they'd slip on it and he'd just do something. <laughs> he has a, uh, a, a no time limit. Maybe it was a 90 minute time limit to our three falls match with Daniel Bryan. That goes 76 minutes in Ring of Honor with the always classy CM Punk on guest commentary. From like 2004, maybe? Really? 2004 or 5. It's really good. I would recommend looking at it. That. It's long, yeah. So it, and it's, but it's paced really well. It's paced slowly. It's a technical match. Yeah, yeah. But it's one, of the, it's one of my favorite matches. I'll definitely go watch that. Um, yeah. And I've loved him since then. So he's he's been awesome for so long. So it's making what I'm about to say really hard. But someone who I also have really liked is Pac, Adrian Neville. Neville, king of the cruiserweights. And he's mm. had it for a long time, but I think he's going to have it for even longer. I think he's going to hold this belt. He does. He does good for he, the belt. He really. Does. He makes the division. Yeah. Um, I think. I see. I couldn't imagine him going to. Not that I watch it, but um, back to like the mid card of yeah. the cruiserweight. He's the top dog at the well, cruiserweight. And side. that's the thing is that I feel like it's similar to the whole. It's like the thing where Charlotte 
was so protected with her pay-per-view streak that every time she lost the women's title was always on Raw just to protect her pay-per-view record. But then it's like they were like, eh, we're tired of that. So then they just she just lost it just like on the whim yeah. right before WrestleMania. I don't like it when they do that, even though clearly they do that. So I would like to think that they would build up Neville's inevitable loss better than just the rematch with Austin Aries with no real go-home story other than TJ Perkins and Jack Gallagher agree with one of them in a tag match before the show. Gallagher. Does not mean that they're not going to do it that way. So you're picking Neville. So I'm going with Neville. Okay. Neville. 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 All right, so next would be the Rawls Woman Champion, Bailey and Bliss. Oh, yeah. I like this matchup. I do, too. Um, and I think it's going to stay on Bailey now. They did it in NXT last year for the NXT Women's... Not last year, the year before. During Bailey's These NXT two? Women's run. Yeah, she defended it against... She won it from Sasha Banks at right. NXT TakeOver Brooklyn, that show I told you to watch earlier. Yeah. Watch that show. Um, <laughs> best women's match maybe ever, other than the Asuka's been killing it, especially when she had yeah. that match with Emperor Moon was also really awesome. Uh, so she defended against... Sasha and Nia Jax and Eva Marie, your favorite, who's gone, um, and Alexa sucks. Bliss. And that was her match with Alexa Bliss was the first time people started kind of taking notice of that Alexa's in ring abilities were really improving. She wasn't all um, was she all blue then still doing her little. No, no, she didn't have her. She she was already with Blake and Murphy. Okay, yeah, so she was doing her Freddy Krueger yeah. thing. Um, but uh, Alexa Bliss really shone through on the SmackDown brand. I'd like to think that. She'll put in a really good. I mean, you know, I think it's obvious that Bailey's going to retain. I think Bailey's going to be the Cena long term, long term until SummerSlam against Sasha Banks. I think okay. that's right. should be the long term plan. I think they were teasing that with Sasha, and they realized they wanted to wait until. I would argue SummerSlam in Brooklyn, where they had that match in NXT, that kind of thing, and do it, um, and do it there. Yeah. Um. So they're staying off of it. So she'll defend against people in the meantime, but. That's speculative. I don't know if that's necessarily going to happen. She could, you know, I think it'd be a strong way to say that the things were shaken up, that she put the belt on ba- on us, Alexa Bliss, and then you can just put it back on Bailey, like, the next day, because, you know. So you're going with Bailey. But I'm going to go with Bailey, yeah. Hmm. This is a tough one, because Alexa Bliss came in there, and she, I was watching it with, with Nabby today, I'm a five-year-old, and she's like, who is that? <laughs> I was like, I'm... that's Alexa Bliss, Nabby. She's like. What's wrong with her hair? <laughs> I'm like, she likes to wrestle with funny hair, I guess. And she watched the rest of it without really saying anything of that whole little promo of her and um, Bailey spitting at each other. I thought that was really great. I thought the... Almost. I don't think enough wrestlers... I understand the desire to just ignore the audience and yeah. that eventually whatever they're saying dies down. But especially when people are wetting you in this day and age, it means that they don't care what you're saying. Yes. And you want the people, especially live, to invest in what you're doing. So I think more people, you think, should acknowledge, acknowledge it yeah. and address it and try to curry it back to them. I think I'm going to uh, go with Alexa Bliss just because Navi likes her. Let's do that. Sure. Let's give Navi the pick. Um, next is uh, Raw. Wait, 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 you didn't pick, you didn't, you didn't pick you didn't dog. Pick. I said Bailey. You said Bailey? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Because she's going to hug you? Yeah, I'm fine with it. Okay. You're going to get a Bailey jacket? No. Um, I just realized that we say. haven't had um, Byron Saxon to say that ridiculous. It's the wacky waving inflatable arm flailing. Con- Bailey buddies! Continuing, Ray. <laughs> Raw tag team champions Hardy Boys and Sheamus and Cesaro. This is a good match. Yeah, I like is. that. I didn't think about... I've never seen so much handshaking in my life other than watching <laughs> Ring of Honor. Yeah, it's kind of weird, huh? It's Go watch the Hardys. So the Hardy Boys broke up 
And then they got back together in 2007 when Jeff Hardy came back. Right. And they had a brief tag title run then, too. And they went to this long... This is after Jeff's, like, solo stuff? Yeah. yeah. Uh, after his solo IC title run pre-WWE Championship. Okay, I got you. Um, he left the company in 2003. And it's when mm-hmm. he came back in 2006 Okay, okay. And they went into this long feud with Lance Cade and Trevor Murdoch for almost the whole year. And it was the same kind of setup. And I don't want to say that that ruins this for me because it's... But it feels like it's exactly the same thing. That it feels like they're pointing toward a Cesaro Sheamus heel turn, which I don't want to happen. I like Cesaro as a babyface a lot they, better. I don't know if either one of those go. Their team goes off or as heels. I don't know if that works. The Hardy Boys can't be heels. They can't. Um, but Sheamus and sure Cesaro, they can. They could be weirdo heels with their whole delete thing. They could just be like nobody gets it and everybody's just hating them. Yeah. Um, I like that Matt's kind of like has a duality problem where it's like he's seemingly like normal old 2004 matt hardy and then he and, goes, yeah, and then delete. he and then he morphs into delete <laughs> broken matt and then he goes back uh that's um, hilarious yeah. and i didn't think about it because you forget that cesaro and sheamus are such strong singles wrestlers because they've been tagging for you know since oh, wow, last man. september uh that you know matt hardy versus sheamus was really good yeah, and was... i liked jeff versus cesaro too I can't see them taking the belts off of the Hardy Boys. No. But if they're going to do the Broken Matt thing, they might. They it depends might on to. when they're going to do that or not. Uh, he's going to show up at the House of Horrors match. So. You think that's what's going to happen? No. But I want, I want <laughs> to, Is that what you want to happen? No, that's what I want to happen. That's going to be. Oh, I think pick, I think so. Bo Dallas should show up in the House of Horrors. Let's 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 wait. We'll Come get on, to that. Let's get there. This match. The Hardy Boys. Hardy Boys. So. I'm going to go with the Hardys as well. That's the full, it's a full house there. You picking? Uh, you too, Phil. Okay. Yeah, that it's why take it away from them. I guess at this point, unless you're going to try to start building up. The... I mean, why take it away from them, Chris? It's who wins. Whoever wins the match is who is the new champion. No. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, Kevin Owens versus Chris Jericho. This one mm-hmm. seems super obvious, and Kevin Owens is going to win. Okay, this. so I want to. We I talked on this, and you guys kind of you you fluffed it off. They said it more clearly on SmackDown this week. Is that if Chris Jericho wins? He will be joining Kevin Owens Correct. on SmackDown. Yes. It's really? not a switch. Yeah. It does not imply that Kevin goes back to Raw if he loses. Right. Kevin is staying on SmackDown no matter what. But if Chris wins, he goes to SmackDown, meaning the U.S. title is not switching to Raw. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh, so yeah, it's that, that's clarify changing, that in case before you make your prediction. That's yeah. changing my vote, and I'm, I'm picking Chris Jericho. Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, I think he's about to be off TV anyway because like he's already announced a bunch. And of that is dates, a weird. That is a weird. Like, so. and it's like an interesting. It's a weird kind of. He's having too much fun. He's mm. being too fun. Yeah, I like it. I think the the build up to this. Once they do the video package before the match at the show, it'll, I'll forget all of it. But the I've been so invested in Kevin on SmackDown and that he's fighting AJ and. I love his new look and all mm. that stuff. It's like, it's it just feels like his feud with Jericho is over. Mm-hmm. Like they did it. They had their match at WrestleMania. It's done. They're based and Jericho's having a feud by himself on yeah. Raw with Kevin Owens <laughs> without Kevin Owens being. Yeah, there. you know, it's uh, stupid idiot. So so it's weird. It makes it hard for me to think that they would do anything with. It's it seems like each each outcome is obvious. Kevin wins because obviously he's going to win and keep mm. the belt. But then Chris winning seems like such a against the grain that it almost seems like an well, obvious thing happen, for them yeah. to do but um who you got i gotta go with kevin owens because i always pick kevin owens you do yeah. what do you got philip mm, it's kind of silly like he was really just he soft on raw like he, 
I don't see, see him going to SmackDown, so... Do you think he would be better if he was on SmackDown? No, because I feel like he's just on his way out. Like, he's just, like, coasting. Like, this is too too easy going. So, but I think Kevin been, Owens... He's been on his way out. Every His last six or seven matches have been, well, he's going to do this, and then he's going to lose, and then he's yeah. going to play with Fozzie. And they've been saying that for a while. <laughs> but you he's know, in, like, like, announcing so, tour dates now. Yeah, but I've he could do both. Yeah, that, it, he could. It's he could. quite possible. Well, maybe they offer him enough money to be like, hey, you're going to do both, and you're yeah. just going to fly to your shows and then come in here. You know? So, I was going for, I'll go for Kevin. He just got his Light Bright jacket back. So, you know, it's a way better one. You're going to go with, with Kevin? Yeah. Okay. That's crazy. I know. Yeah, you never pick Kevin. No, you don't. What do you know? What, what's well, wrong with Kevin? I'm trying to get where somebody wins. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> this is like a hug this fest gonna be over another here. another one that I know you're going to pick uh, Seth Rollins versus Samoa Joe. Definitely do not like Samoa Joe, no matter what. So Why don't you let's like go ahead Samoa and mark Joe? that on there? Good one. <laughs> what is wrong with Samoa Joe? We've been over this one. Like he's ugly. Times. Two, oh my God. two. He, he wrestles like Taz. He's remember? a Taz wannabe. See? I liked Taz. Yeah, well, he does. That's your problem. Oh my God. Okay, Who so you got in this? all right, you can't like Taz if you're Did a Sabu you fan. See, so you didn't see the tag match? I, I went and watched it on YouTube, but it was like the highlights. Did of you it, watch so. the finish or the match? I did watch the new finish. Do you have any thoughts about the finish? Did you that recognize he, that, that he move? Ripped it off from Kevin. I mean, uh, Kenny Omega. Okay, now see, ripping it off—that's a weird thing to say because that's what a lot of people are saying. No, but then not, no. when you saw Kazuchio caught a tombstone Kenny Omega in that same match, do you think that he was ripping off the Undertaker? No, because everybody did on the tombstones before Undertaker. Not everybody. No. No, uh-huh. the people did pile drivers. Pile drivers. Pile dri- that's right. That's right. Just incredible. ECW guy did the tombstone. Yeah, there you go. So you're saying uh, that. No, no, so no. now you're saying that Kev, that Kenny Omega just owns no, knees only, to the face, as opposed to Daniel Bryan and Shinsuke Nakamura. It. Yeah, I think it's stupid. I mean, it's stupid. clearly the 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 setup for the Rainmaker, right? Which yes. is cool. With um, a knee. No one cares that Naomi stole Ricochet's finish on SmackDown, yeah, but whatever. Uh, but um, wow. the. Uh, I, you know, you mean King it, I always thought of it as yeah, King Ricochet. Um, I always thought of it as if you're in a different company, all bets are off. You know, yeah. it does it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You can do the move here, you do it there. It's like Carl Anderson can do the RK all you want, but if you ever get signed by the WWE, you can't do that move anymore. Mm-hmm. And we, as we've seen, he doesn't. Not do going to happen. Uh, Kenny Omega didn't help because he went on Twitter and said, "Well, at least I still have my looks." Yeah, so I'm a theme music. <laughs> I have my theme music, <laughs> and then he came back and said, "No, I'm just joking. Wrestlers borrow from each other all the time. Yeah. That's how we learn." Exactly, and it makes sense for Kevin, me, and Seth Rollins not to do the um, pedigree, pedigree anymore. anymore. So wait, speaking of finishes, this is a side note. Did you see the Toad trying to do her finish to poor? Oh my god, I knew you were going to bring up Dana Alicia Rock. Fox. Can you that stop? Was disgusting. Do, first, was don't disgusting. refer to her as the Toad. Okay, the slithering like toad. Oh my god! Who do you have in Seth Rollins, Samoa Joe? So, um, uh, Seth Rollins. Uh, well, you know, mm, uh, Samoa Joe has not won Seth anything Ro- yet. Seth Rollins has no Samoa Joe has not been pinned yet. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're so, right. but then they don't care about stuff like they that. Don't. Every 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 undefeated streak comes to an end, unless you're freaking Oscar. But uh, so I'm gonna pick. I'm picking Joe. I think it's weird because. We were all talking about it seemed kind of ordained that there was going to be this big super group faction with Samoa yeah, Joe, Kevin and Owens, Kevin and Triple Owens H. And now Kevin Owens is on SmackDown. What the hell? Yeah. So then it makes it feel like, what are you doing with Samoa Joe? So I can easily see, like, they're like, well, whatever, forget Joe's old news. He's been here for, like, what, a month? Yeah. You think too, that's too what late. they're going to do to him? So they might, they might forget all about him, but I'd like to think that they're going to build him up. I think he's going to get fed to uh, Roman Reigns, actually. I don't. This. Yeah? yeah? That's probably what's going to happen. The, all actuality. Samoa Joey versus... 
the Samoan Samoa, Romans, which Samoa. is kind of funny because uh, Samoa Joe is on Chris Jericho's podcast this week, uh-huh. and he's like, he's the only Samoan not part of the Samoan family of wrestlers. Yeah. <laughs> so um, he must feel great. So who are you picking, Chris? I'm Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. Yeah. I mean, he won at WrestleMania. I'm going to bring it up again later. Do you think when you win at WrestleMania? That the momentum from that show should carry over? Or do you think that it's like, they got their win so they can lose at the next show? Wrestling doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, it <laughs> doesn't matter? The momentum doesn't really matter anymore. You can start building people up and building people up. But you look at somebody like Jinder Mahal, which lost every single thing. Mm-hmm. But now he's on top. Well, so, that, I mean, who, but who that's cares? because, but then that was the switch to the, uh, the right, brand. Right, right. Um, and the Moab. But at the same time, look at Charlotte. Charlotte comes over on SmackDown and she's viewed as this big star. And the reason why is because she won so much. No one looks at Charlotte and goes, well, she cheated to win all those matches. It doesn't matter. She just, you keep winning and people eventually just see you as a winner. If you keep going back and forth on things, that's why I don't like, I really don't like Samojo versus Seth Rollins because it feels like it's a step back for either guy. It should be saved for one thing. I think it should have been a little bit later. Like build up to it even more? Yeah. Yeah. Well too late though you should write him a letter uh good guy i'm picking seth rollins though okay so what else we got? um okay let's say we'll save the championship match for last uh roman reigns versus Braun. there Strowman. are no there are no more championship matches oh you know what it says wwe champion randy orton versus but it doesn't say sort of belt no yeah correct. so is this, this house... is the stupidest thing i'm really i'm pissed off about yeah, this yeah, Sam, yeah. is this like house of whores is this like ravens like crazy cage know, matches with all the weird Randy things. Orton doesn't so even know Corey what kind of match Graves it is. mentioned that it'll start somewhere else. We don't know where. So it's going really, to be like that? the boi- but it'll end in the ring. Is it going to be like the boiler matches between It's going to be it's going to be I think that they're going to be at a haunted house. They're going to be at their house and then Randy Orton's about to hit him with some broken burned piece of chair and then Bray will make the lights turn out and they'll wake up and then the lights will come back on and they'll be backstage and at the show. Will be there. Something like that. No, broken mat won't be there. Um I mean, who knows? Imagine what know. the audience would do if he was. Yeah, it would be kind of uh, cool. I where love is the, the way, show? Bro. Where is the show? Does it say where are they doing the show at? It is at California. California. I don't know. That's, That's why Bailey's San Jose. No, San Jose. San Jose. San Jose. Why can't I say that? Yeah, anyway, good kid. San Jose. San Jose. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, I really want Matt to show up in this match. That's what I'm sticking <laughs> for. Uh, I think Bray's gonna win this because he he he. Freaking lost the belt at WrestleMania. Okay, Randy Orton. Yeah. So part of the problem with with Bray is that he's been consistently used in wrong poorly. Poorly. It's not like you know people like to compare him to the Undertaker. The Undertaker never lost anything. Um, The thing about like his the special effects with like the maggots and the stuff at WrestleMania, I thought that was cool. It's the fact that that happened and then the match went on and Randy Orton was not phased by it at all. And the story, so the story they're telling is that. Here's this big monster with all these spooky powers, and Randy Orton still beat him. And that's his role, to be this this thing for he's people a, to overcome. A slippery snake, dude. He slips out of but it once every people, time. But if you never bring anybody down... But, I mean, like, the feud started where Bray Wyatt injured Randy Orton. He couldn't compete. The next show, they main-evented the show where this WWE title was on first, and Bray Wyatt won that match. Um, he wins matches... But it's like every time he does, again, the next week he gets taken back, so it doesn't matter. It's not that Bray Wyatt never loses. He, I mean, always loses. He just, it just doesn't seem like it it doesn't, it doesn't matter. He was WWE champion, you know, three weeks ago and no one cares, you know? That's ridiculous. Um, I'm picking Bray was a run in from Matt Hardy. 
You want me to write that down? Yeah, yeah you better put... That's a bonus point? That's a bonus point. With the bonus? No, I'm saying that if Matt doesn't interfere, you don't get that no, right. No, that's not what I said. It's okay. a bonus point. <laughs> okay, I'm going to pick Bray, but it's not going to be Matt Hardy. It's going to be his real brother. You're saying Bo. I'm saying Bo. It was a good time. Bo's been off TV. Ooh. Bo Dallas. Oh, no, he, and, no, he wasn't. He, he was, was on TV. He autographs for and the Kurt Marine And Curtis Axel. They were on TV. They are promoting their movie. Yeah. Curtis Axel was in the Nexus with Bray Wyatt, so he's got... You know, familiar time. You saw his beard? Too. Sam, you see his beard? Curtis Axel's beard is huge. I know. There you go. And you can hit... bring both of them in? Why not? Why yeah, not? they're not doing They're anything. not doing anything else. <laughs> Axel Mania is dead, so, you yeah. know. Yeah. I don't know if you know this, Chris, but it ran Curtis wild. Axel was never eliminated from the Royal Rumble two yeah, years I've ago. Heard. Um, you're he never entered it. Randy either, Orton, but... aren't you? Yeah, of course. Yeah. See, that's again, it's like every time I write Bray White, it's like, it's who I want to win. He's not going to. Who are you picking? I'm picking Bray Wyatt. Are you? Okay, yeah, with, with the run-in from Bo Dallas. Um, and then last, <laughs> I guess this would be the main event, is Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman. Wait, before, well, I, want, I want to touch on one more thing. Is that why it's called Payback? If Bray Wyatt wins the House of Horrors, which is his invention, and it doesn't really hurt Randy because Randy is still on, on SmackDown, on he's got a feud, he's got other things to worry about with Jinder Mahal, if anything, it might anger him more, and he'll be a dangerous snake trapped in the corner ready to strike and jbl is just itching to say that on commentary so <laughs> sweating a little so bit so bray gets a win but does that what is does that do anything for bray that it's not for the title that he beat the wwe champion for no reason he's not going to fight brock lesnar next it's going to be braun or roman right so i mean it like you know roman. like so does it ma- <laughs> does it really matter if he wins it doesn't you know? no it doesn't Other isn't that sad the match that he be could really beat cool. randy orton and it just doesn't matter he wins a feud finally, and it doesn't matter. That seems his luck. <laughs> it seems like don't win because it's just too sad if you win. Like just just start God, over. You, know, you saying know? all that, it kind of makes me wish he loses. Yeah, you know. So like, like you beat Randy. He's like, yeah, I beat yeah, the WWE good, good champion. Did I get like, the belt? No, that, like, no. Pat on the back. It happened last year because they did the brand extension last year where the Wyatts were in that great feud with the New Day, mm-hmm. and they were building yeah, yeah. to that match. And then they split up the Wyatts where they put Bray on SmackDown. They put the New Day and Braun on Raw. Mm-hmm. And they had, and then Bray Wyatt won. And it didn't matter because then he was on SmackDown where he got he lost the Fatal 4 with a Dolph Ziggler one. And then he wasn't even at SummerSlam. Can I say who's going to win? It's bad when you remember all that Randy kind Orton. of stuff. No, I know. I'm talking about the next match. I'm, ready. I'm already You're ready past... for the next one? Okay, yeah, I'm past it. Main event, Universal Championship. Oh, wait, no. Brock's <laughs> Lesnar's champion. So no title match until SummerSlam. So he's uh, got to show up this Monday. Brock. They have to show the belt sometime. No, they don't. No, they don't. Yes, they do. The reason why I don't like um, when... Wrestling? I you do. Th- Quit lying. When when they make Brock Lesnar champion, they just pretend it didn't happen. Yeah. They pretend that the champion... They pretend like it's not weird. He's not that the hunting in Montana there. right now. Seth Rollins is a champion. He's there Working every out. week. Then Braun, then Brock wins, and then he's not there. And there's nothing wrong with being because like, he has good lawyers. Having a special Sam. champion he has good there. Lawyers. But like, why isn't Braun versus Roman like a number one contenders match? Yeah, for the yeah, Universal yeah, yeah. Title. Like, why it's, it's, SmackDown does it all the time, and it's why it's better because every match matters. matters. Yeah. This is like they it, they can't bring it up because then we'll notice that it's not there, and I don't know why that matters. We they don't. Same with the Intercontinental Championship. I'm going to do yeah. something weird with this one, Sam. It's Braun called versus pay- it's called Roman. payback, right? Uh-huh. And he's going to get his payback. Who? Wait, let me let me before you say what you're going to say. Okay. Let me say this. You think before you predict uh-huh. that there's going to be a guy who turned a guy over in a truck, which is very impressive, almost to the point where it wouldn't hurt him if he lost because of all these things that he's done recently. Mm-hmm. Versus the guy who just beat and potentially ended the career 
of The Undertaker at his last match. Well, you're going to have that guy. It could go either way. It could be payback for both because Braun Strowman just lost. So he can get in payback for losing. So he could win. But Roman Reigns could get his payback at this for getting flipped. Y'all know my answer already. Yeah, the big dog. The you big were required dog. to say the big dog. That's uh, not his. I will, I, will, I will call him the big dog. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> the big dog is gonna win. So you gotta wear a leather choker to the next show just because you're representing for what? the big dog. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wolf, wolf. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, Sam, go. Turned really I'll weird be last. In here. No, you go. Say what no, you because you, 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 you sure? Are you sure? You're gonna yeah. pick Roman. You just said you were gonna pick Roman. Now I said it could be payback for Braun Strowman because he just lost to the Great Muda. He did. <laughs> <laughs> he got his payback on him by throwing him off the stage, yeah, which yeah, is not yeah, as impressive yeah. as when Road Dogg and um, Billy Gunn did it to Terry Funk and Mick Foley. Chainsaw Kane Charlie did it to um, when who? Kane did it to uh, Zack Ryder in a wheelchair. That was terrible. Yeah, it was. That was a terrible. That it was, was that terrible felt like improvised. Was yeah. like, don't do that. Zack Ryder could have breaking his legs. Did you hear uh, Zack Ryder ever talk about it? Like, yeah. Where they're like, if there was a plan for him that when he hit the ground, he's like, no. They just said do it, and then we were doing it. And while I was in the air, I was like, I don't oh, know how to catch myself. Yeah. So yeah. God bless. Anyway, him. you go. Um, so there's the there was the Terry Funk. Sorry, Chainsaw Charlie. Yes, sir. And Mankind or Mick uh, Cactus, Cactus Jack against Jack. the New Age Outlaws. And then there was like X Pac, Road Dog, and Tori against the Dudley Boys in a tables versus dumpsters match. They don't bring that up when they talk about it. Where the Dudleys had to put all three of them through tables, mm-hmm. but they could win by putting the Dudleys inside of a dumpster, which is a weird rule set. So only the third ever dumpster match that Yay. Braun Strowman lost. <laughs> so, you know, it was you clean dumpster. Who do I have between Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns? The big dog. Between the big dog, Roman <laughs> Reigns, and the monster of Hmong men. How do you, Chris, how? How do you stop Braun Strowman? You kick him into a dumpster. Yeah, apparently. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Um, I do think it's a good tag, like, how do you stop him? And then someone goes, you, you don't. But he's going to get stopped this Sunday because Roman Reigns yeah. is going to win. Um, who do you got? So everybody's picked that. It's probably going to be the last one. If you're not picking them, you're going to be very upset. You're living in this weird idealistic way where you Let think, me see Rome, the list. You think WWE is going to come to their senses and be like, we need to... It's like, no matter what, they're still going to... They'll either turn him yeah, heel... they're going to push the best wrestler. And they're going to push him... The oh best wrestler. Oh, I got to pick him. Damn. Who are you picking? Braun. Braun? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. That makes it different, too. I so, have to. Yeah. I'm I'm being I'm doing some strategic yeah, thinking. We it's always that time. It's okay, like, if Braun wins, I yeah. want you to I want you to tell me the end of the. I'm match. gonna stand up and go. Whoa. No, no, I'm just like, what do you think is gonna happen? You think that he's just gonna bear what? hug Roman to death and then just flop him on the How ground? How is he gonna step win? Step on his chest? How is he gonna win? Put his, yeah, the, the big dog. He's gonna tear his vest off first because okay. have, have we ever seen his vest taken off? It has happened a couple yeah, times. It it's gonna be taken off and then he's going to whip him Whip's until he best. can't. Yeah, he's just gonna beat him, him to with death. His yeah, beat I don't him know. To That's death? Not a... He's like, this is how a dog gets treated. Do you think I don't Roman's know. gonna come into this wow. match? <laughs> Do you think he's gonna come into the match like hurt, showing any yes. bumps yeah, and bruises from the thing? Do you think yes. he's gonna be taped up yeah. and stuff like yes. that? Yes. Um. So if he loses, they'll use that. But he's not gonna lose. I think. I don't know if Brock Lesnar has dates signed before SummerSlam. If he's fighting at SummerSlam, he's either gonna fight. Roman at Southern SummerSlam, where he's fighting Braun at SummerSlam, and then he's fighting Roman at uh, WrestleMania. WrestleMania. I'd hate to think that those are the only two shows that Brock Lesnar's doing between now and WrestleMania. Year. Yeah. Why not? Um, 
they could do him against Finn. They could do him against Bray, I guess. They still never completed the Brock Lesnar-Bray Wyatt story from a couple years ago when he eliminated him from the Royal Rumble. I just... They want to keep Ron strong, obviously. But more to me, I think all these things that he's done the last few weeks is so that you won't care that he's losing this Sunday. <laughs> like, that's what it feels like to me. Be like, remember when he... Like, they'll just show that in the packages forever. They're going to omit this loss and just show him suplexing Big Show in the ring break, you know, throwing Kalisu into the dumpster. They'll just keep saying, how do you stop Ron? And we'll just ignore the fact that Roman Reigns stopped him. So, um, those are our predictions. So, yeah, and then last week we did pretty good with ending the show and kind of like segueing, hey, next week we're going to talk about this. Kind of, we're gonna, what, what do you think we should talk about next week? What do I want to talk about next week? Well, we're going to talk about payback. Yeah, we're going to well, talk about terrible uh, of a I show mean, was. What kind of topic? Um, we're going to do some random stuff. Um, well, there's the Wildcat show. Right uh, yeah, oh, yeah. We'll, we'll, talk about yeah, we'll talk about Wildcat, but let's talk. Uh, what about like our favorite giants? I don't have a favorite giant. Yeah, you do. The Undertaker. He's a giant. Why don't we ask our let's listeners about... to comment what they think we should talk there about you next go. week? So yeah, give us a topic for the beginning of the show next week. Because that's basically what we do. Know... We just ramble on. We just know. I just, I guess, know a lot. I don't really know a lot, but I've just been watching wrestling for no, a long you time. Know a lot. And let us know your predictions. Write them in the comments section yeah. or on Facebook. Page. So it's payback. You know what that means? Getting the belt back. So Chris, I mean, uh, Philip, you picked two SmackDown guys to go over Raw guys. Yep. The dude with the headband sure did. That's all we have for you this week. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, there'll be error links to everything in the show notes page on someonenerdy.com. Make sure you take the time to leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever podcast app you're listening to us on. That would help us out greatly. We'll be back next week talking about Payback. Can't wait. And the Wildcat show. You have to, Sam. The big dog is going over. The big Pitbull. dog. It's his yard now. It I don't is know if you know now. that or not. Uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, we have been your host. I am Star Chris. I'm Sam Jericho. The dude with the headband. <laughs> we'll see you next week.